Tales from Azeroth. As always, here at the Pig and Whistlewind in Stormwind, I go through a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. And today's subject, we're going to be uh, carrying on with what we've been doing over the past few weeks, and we're going to be going over the last zone in Shadowlands, and that is Revendreth, and we're going to be going over its lore and everything that we know to do with the zone, and I'll give my thoughts on it and stuff at the end. So, Revendreth, being the last uh, zone in Shadowlands, it is the last place that you quest, and where the storyline takes you after Ardenwild. It is uh, the realm uh, where the souls are basically sent before they are sentenced to the moor. The moor being the big bad place down the bottom where you don't want to go, pretty much. Now, these souls being sent here are basically on their last chance. It's like you've been told off and you've got one more chance. If you're naughty again, you're gone, all right? It's that kind of thing. You're going to be sent to your room. So you're sent to Ravendreth as this spirit and you must atone for the sins that you have caused in your lifetime. Now, these sins are usually, or these souls that are sent to Ravendreth are usually uh, flawed, like flawed souls. And they could be quite prideful as an example. And this, uh, what, ultimately sends them to Revendreth is like their pridefulness or however they are flawed it is preventing them from serving in or going to any other realm within Shadowlands whether it be Ardenwild, Bastion, Maldraxxus anything like that like a um like a bearer for Bastion to bring souls into the Shadowlands whether it's a soldier in Maldraxxus because it's too prideful to be part as a team almost, to be standing as one, or whether it's just a spirit that is close with nature in Ardenwild. It is very, this soul is very flawed, and that is why it has been sent to Arden, not Ardenwild, Revendreth, to atone for all of the sins that it has done within its mortal life. Now, as you are sent to Revendreth, you will be you will have a sinstone that basically gets pinned to you. Not literally, or in some cases it can literally be pinned to you, but you will have a sinstone somewhere and it will read a list of all of the sins that you have committed within your mortal life. And these are the sins that you must atone for whether it be over just a decade, whether it be over hundreds of years, thousands, eons, you will eventually atone for your sins or you will get sent to the moor. There is no sort of in-between. When a soul is deemed... When they are ready to be judged, whether they have atoned for their sins or not, they are put before a small sort of council and they decide whether or not they are going to the moor or they are going to be released and either kept within Revendreth as a Venthyr. And a Venthyr is someone who basically is the natives of the land who help other souls atone for their sins. Or if they are ready to move on into another start within the Shadowlands, whether it be Ardenwild, Bastion or Maldraxxus. 
and uh, you can see this through some of the questing that you do in Revendreth. You can see a cell that is judged. Uh, I won't go through any sort of spoilers with it, but there is quests where you see a soul judged and uh, yeah you have to deal with the repercussions of what happens and stuff so it is quite fun to go through and see the process of which the souls are on their last chance you see some of them are really not going so well you see others that are really atoning and trying to atone for what they've done in their mortal life and even in the Castle Nathria raid, which is located within Revendreth, and the first raid of the expansion is to do with the leader, Sidonathrius. We'll get to him in a second. But it is to do with Sidonathrius and him being, uh, this is a spoiler by the way, but he will be, or him being in league with the jailer, who's the big baddie of the expansion pretty much. And you go in there, take him out and stuff. But whilst you're in Castle Nathria, you have uh, a familiar face that we've killed in uh, previous raids plus dungeons, Kelthar Sunstrider. Now he is a soul that was sent to Revendreth and he has a Sinstone. Because of everything that he has done within his mortal life, he has been sent to Revendreth to atone for them sins. And if you are a Vemphir, you get to experience that sort of atonement. You get to watch him atone for everything that he's done and see how his character plays out within the Shadowlands. Now, it is unclear on how his character will play out, but from what I know and what I've seen, it does seem like it is going to be quite a good little storyline, just like a sort of C-like plot storyline that... You know, we'll go quite far and it will give people a nice little bit of information on the side as to what's happening with all of these characters that we've either defeated in the past or have just died off, etc. Now, going back to Sidonathrius, he is the actual founder of Revendreth. He is one of the big honcho, head honchos in the Shadowlands. So, like I said, for Bastion, you have the Archon who is the head honcho there. If you go to Ardenwild, you have the Winter Queen. If you go to Maldraxxus, you did have the Primus, who is now missing. And in Revendreth, it is Sire Denathrius. And uh, basically, we figure out along the line that he is not a good guy. They are not going to hide that. They showed it in one of their cinematics. Actually, they're pre-Shallan's cinematics that he is not a good guy in the slightest. And we go in there and kick his butt pretty much. And uh, the reason that you do this is because he is in league with the Jailer and he is siphoning Anima, which is the life source of the Shadowlands, into the moor to give the Jailer more power and free him up almost. And uh, who you actually talk to and interact with a lot within Revendreth is Prince Renethal. So it is the Prince of Revendreth. And he's uh, the good guy. He's like, oh my God, this dude's so powerful, but he's doing it wrong. This is ridiculous. And he's the goody two shoes that, you know, everyone needs because there's a villain in the zone. It's that kind of thing. So in Revendreth, you've got a... A massive power 
almost. You kind of have a king, and this king has been corrupted, and you need to dethrone the king, and what the prince wants to do is make a council so that this sort of thing never happens again. You've seen it many times in the past. You've seen it in the real world situation where kings get overthrown and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's something. Um, so the inspiration for Revendreth actually comes from a lot of Dracula stuff. It is very, it's vampire aesthetic. It's a massive castle with a massive gargoyle on top. And the little small towns dotted around this castle remind me a lot of um, old English towns, to be honest. They seem very crooked, is the best way to describe them. But that might just be because of the inhabitants that live and work around these towns. They're called dredges. And these are tiny little sort of... I want to say troll slash orc looking hybrid things that waddle about with massive feet and give you the old English sort of speaking voice. You know, the real gritty, you know, uh, it's tough to explain. It's a very old English and it's something that you'd hear down a dark alleyway. It's like, hello there, how you doing? It's that sort of, you know, grittiness to it. So... With regards to Revendreth, there's not much else to it, really. It is the last sort of hope for souls that are sent there to atone for what they've done. Otherwise, they are cast off into the depths of the moor. Now, going through the storyline, Ardenwild was obviously my favourite. So it is very tough to follow that up in any any zone, pretty much. Revendreth does a good job of rounding off the storyline, though, with the cinematics that it gives and the setup for the raid. And entering Revendreth, you've got... Just entering it makes you know that this is a place for bad souls. Like, the first thing you see as you enter is about five different elite gargoyles, and you've got sort of a little toll booth at the start, at the Flightmaster, and it's all these souls collecting their sin stones, and that's what you do. You collect a sin stone, I'm pretty sure, is the first quest. But not your sin stone, I'm pretty sure it's that of another. But you're just in a graveyard, and there are all of these souls that are running about. There's even a rare there, where it's like a cursed soul, and basically it's a soul that doesn't want to atone for what it's done, so you have to kill him off, send him to the moor, etc. Like, the whole zone, as you enter it, stinks of basically evil. <laughs> that is what the zone entails. It is evil, it is dark. It's a... Yeah, it's a dark place. It is a very dark place and that no soul wants to be in let alone spending decades, eons, atoning for what they've done in their pro their past mortal life. Now, Revendreth is kind of what makes the Shadowlands tick over, in a way. Because if you don't have Revendreth, which is the last sort of, you know, I'm clinging on for dear life, literally, no pun intended, but I'm clinging on then everything that is, uh, every soul that is flawed, 
in terms of like prideful, very arrogant, stuff like that, will get sent straight into the moor and uh, you would never have this big baddie. He would already be broken free and, you know, destroyed everything in the world pretty much. So that is the final sort of gateway holding everything. And uh, you realise it from the office like, okay, this is the last chance that people get. Otherwise, it's just gone. And this is why it's so important in Ouroboros that the Arbiter, who is the one who oversees every single soul and sends them to their different place, this is why it's important, because the Arbiter is now broken, or I want to say broken, she's dead, in air quotes, and every soul that would have went to Revendreth to atone for their sins goes straight to the moor instead. Even, like, the Bastion souls, the Maldraxxus souls, Ardenwood souls, like, even if you really were an awful person in life, you would have still had that last chance in Revendreth, whereas now it's just, you're gone. You don't get that chance. Like, that is your own fault, pretty much. It's not their own fault. They would have had the chance, but they still would have... They still would have been deemed worthy of Revendreth to possibly atone for their sins. I'm not sure if that made any sense. I kind of got off track a bit there. <laughs> but basically, within Revendreth, it is your last chance. Now, it is quite fun to see certain souls atone for their sins and see what they go through and pick what they want. Like, whether they want to stay as a Venfir to help guide other souls onto their atonement or if they want to move on to the wilds of Ardenwild, to the nice plains of Bastion, etc., to the armies of Maldraxxus. But, again, there is no chance of the Atonement, considering the Machine of Death is currently broken within the Shadowlands. There is a lot more within Revendreth that could be explained. Like, I'm pretty sure you have to go into the books or the comics and stuff but there's a massive uh, light source within Revendreth now vampires hate light and they've put a massive sort of light zone within the area to you know give that impression because the only things that live within that light zone are ghouls and these ghouls were Revendreth or not Revendreth they were Venthyr they were people who would help souls atone or they were souls that were going to atone etc and they don't really explain most of it in game it's more through the comics that they explain why the light source is there but basically the light now the light being an entity within wow so you've got the massive wow graph of light you've got the naru stuff like that you've got uh the void you've got the old gods and it's a massive pie chart, pretty much, and you've got nature, life, uh, everything in there. But the light actually attacked Revendreth at points and uh, broke the clouds within the sky to let the light through. And uh, this was their ultimate weapon, using their light against vampires, as a sense. And within this crater, you don't really know why there's light. You don't know why there's ghouls there. You don't know why the Venfir hate the light. 
I mean, you have a, some understanding because they are the vampires, but there's no real reason for the light to be there. It could just be all dark like it is on the first half of the zone and you wouldn't really bat an eyelid at it. So they could do a lot more of uh, like in-depth description of why these parts of the zones are different because I'd like to see a lot more of that. But we can only hope that that sort of gets fleshed out a bit more as we go through the Shadowlands. I would certainly like to hope so, but I mean, there's only so much that they can do with the whole, you know, situation within the world right now. And uh, probably the main focus is getting the covenants and the main story out, etc. I'm sure they'll do anything, like something to cover it uh, in a later date, but I don't think it's on top of their gen agenda. God, I couldn't say the word there. But again, these lore videos were just something that I wanted to give a go. I wanted to sort of gauge how everyone would react to it, because not everyone's a lore nerd. I love the lore, I love learning about the different zones, different classes, different races within WoW, how they all act, what wars have been happening, absolutely everything. So I wanted to at least give it a go, gauge how some people would enjoy it, if some people don't, etc. But with this being the last of the lore videos, I would definitely like to come back to the lore stuff every now and again. It won't be like podcast after podcast. It, It'll be sort of mix and match stuff. Might be the WoW News next week. Or I might give it another month, etc. Might be the end of Jan we start that up again. But there will definitely be a lot more mix and match stuff going forward. As this is the last Shadowlands Law uh, podcast. But thank you all very much for the support on these podcasts as always. And I will definitely like to see you in the next one. If you ever want to check out the Patreon, please do so. It is... Uh, patreon.com forward slash pick and whistle there are uh, episodes weekly going up there these are different episodes by the way these are like hints and tips covenant ability stuff everything like that so you'd obviously get a bit more content with it and i'd love for you to go and check out the pick and whistle tales uh, website pick and be sure to check it out it is really good and i'm still in love with it but thank you all very much for listening as always. It's very appreciated. And go Valor, friend. Goodbye all.